you're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world, welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. It has definitely been a minute since I last chatted with with you, the beloved LAE faithful. A lot has changed both personally and, let's be honest, a lot has changed in the globe, too, since we last chatted. I hope as you're listening to this specific episode, you are safe, staying healthy, and hopefully soon this coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, moves moves out. But since the last episode uh, of the LAE Experience... The last episode was the LAE Bowl, a.k.a. the annual bowl preview show presented by our good friends at Flowwater. I had planned to take a brief hiatus. Um, that was always in the cards. And then finish out the remaining episodes of this farewell tour of the LAE podcast. So to refresh the memory, back late in 2019, I had been telling you how I was preparing to en- enter the much ballyhooed arena of dad life. On the last podcast, my good friend James Taylor broke down every college football bowl game like we always do. And after I proclaimed LSU as your national champion, which did happen, by the way, uh, we wrapped up taping. Well, it was not more than 10 seconds after I hit stop on the microphone that my wife, Julie, came into the room and gave, gave me an update. It was go time for Baby Askew. Pro tip for all you new podcasters or anyone that is consuming, creating content, always keep the tape recording. Always keep the tape recording a little bit longer than you think you need to. You never know what you're going to catch, or in this case, what you are going to miss out on. But before I go in any further into that story, it wouldn't be an LAE episode without a word from one of our lovely and talented sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Nursery Rhymes ABC, because once you become a dad, there is no song better than a nursery rhyme. You're probably saying to yourself, Lucas, wow, you're really embracing this dad life, but why bring on a children's song distributor as a sponsor of the podcast? Fair question. It's a very very fair question, actually. This isn't your typical protein bar or Icelandic-style Greek yogurt company. However, what Nursery Rhymes... ABC lacks in traditional direct-to-consumer awareness. It makes up for in exceptional content for one particular segment of the population, babies and children. Actually, make that two segments, babies, children, and adults with parents, adults with kids. Now, we've heard the notion that your early years in life are some of the most formative and important in a person's intellectual development. Thus, it is important to be building a strong foundation. And what better way than informative and memorable songs? You see, unlike other cookie-cutter approaches to children's learning, Nursery Rhymes ABC provides a unique flair to their delivery and offers a twist on old classics like the Hokey Pokey and Old McDonald's Farm. At Nursery Rhymes ABC, they believe that if parents play music that, they're in, that they enjoy, to their children, everyone will have more fun singing and listening together. With this in mind, their talented team of musicians have created highly crafted songs to be repeated, to be repeatedly listened to and enjoyed by both children and adults alike. 
You see, music Im- improves not only a children's literacy and numeracy skills, but also their fine and gross motor skills, aka their sociability and their confidence. This music basically is what the acai berry was for people a few years ago, the ultimate superfood. Nursery Rhymes ABC's unique flair is a mix of an upbeat attitude, some lyrical edits to keep you on your toes, and most importantly, a voice that is so soothing and stimulating at the same time. The individual who is voicing all of these great tracks, she's a British woman. I wish I knew more, like her name, so I could give her the proper attention she deserves. But that wouldn't be the style of Nursery Rhymes ABC. This scrappy small company prefers to be on the outside of the spotlight and anonymous, which I can respect. If you know who this famous voice of, that that British woman that narrates and sings all of these great nursery rhymes, ABC tunes, let me know. Hit me up. Social media. I want to know and give her the credit she deserves. But you can find all these catchy tunes from Nursery Rhymes ABC on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your on-demand music fill. They also have a website, nurserymesabc.com, and you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Nursery Rhymes ABC, the preferred music for bus drivers, farmers, and the three blind mice since 1992. Welcome back to the Lucas Askey Experience. As I was getting into before the break, it has been a few months since I've been on air. Yes, I know many of you have been asking me when the latest episode would be live, especially as many of you are, as many of us are, we're presently trapped inside our homes craving, craving new content. You can only watch Tiger King so many times. But there is a direct correlation to the three months since the last episode and the change in my title since then. Yes, the title of Lucas, the big bad D.A.D., ask you. It's a self-proclaimed nickname, so we'll see how long it sticks. So today, in lieu of a guest, I do want to spend this monologue time, this time actually in a, in a monologue, giving you, the L.A. faithful, a glimpse at my new day-to-day. I'll try to avoid any COVID-19 virus talk, as I'm really not the source you should be going to for this type of news and information. Uh, That's the CDC website. We'll provide links to the CDC website below. Uh, But if you need an experience to divert your attention and entertain you for a few minutes, then you came to the right place. So as I mentioned before the break, it was early December. We're, We're going back early December 2019, simpler times. I was recording the annual college football bowl preview show presented by Flow Water with the trusty and always on pitch James Taylor. Right before the pod, we actually played a game of tennis. Although there was a light to heavy rain, we fought through the elements. And not to brag, but I managed to come out ahead which I generally do when I play tennis against Mr. James Taylor. When we came back to the apartment, we were soaked, head to toe. I was not worried, though, as I was planning to eat dinner, do the podcast, take a shower, and then go to bed. It would just be like any other night. We'd start the day the following day like any other. You see, the first two things happened. I did eat dinner, and we did do the podcast. However, as I mentioned, after hitting stop on the microphone... After the podcast was recorded, the rest of the night didn't quite follow the script. 
After Julie said it was go time for baby Askew, my endorphins, they started pumping. Despite every advice blog that we read prior to pregnancy, our go bag, aka the bag that you bring to the hospital because you're planning to deliver a baby, it wasn't quite packed. So we threw everything imaginable into a couple bags and I ordered the Uber pool. Just, just kidding, just kidding. It was uh, it was a special occasion. I splurged and went for the Uber X, not XL. Uber X, still financially responsible. Now I actually brought my micro- my microphone setup to the Sutter CPMC Hospital here in San Francisco, and my intentions were to record the highlights of what was about to go down. This was going to be a monumental moment. Not only for me, but I wanted to share with the LA faithful. Um, however, the reptilian uh, part of my brain uh, luckily did not prevail in this. And in the midst of everything that was going on, my always steady, uh, the always steady Julie talked some sense in me and said probably recording it wouldn't be the best situation. So because I didn't record it, yada, 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 in a few short hours, the baby arrived. Levi Robert, Levi Robert Askew was his name and still is his name today. So I, I shared with you that I wanted to give you a glimpse in, in terms of my day-to-day and, and the guests that have come over to our apartment and, and seen baby Levi, they ask a few similar questions. So I wanted to share these questions and, and give you give you my answers uh, to give you that, that glimpse. Uh, so the first question that I get hands down the most, what, what has been the biggest change since pre, pre-kid and, and post-kid? Uh, they say you, you don't really realize how precious time is until you have none of it at all. I'm sure that was a Mark Twain quote or a Gandhi quote uh, at one point of his life. Um, but as evident by my three-month hiatus, the amount of free time that I have is definitely less. Uh, however, the biggest change, I would say, is just how drastic the day-to-day life changes one day to the next. Like I mentioned, before this, it was very, very routine. I had a very, very s- simple routine in life. Wake up, maybe go to the gym, maybe not. Eat breakfast, jump on a bus, head to work, work all day, come home, maybe do a little bit more work, maybe not. Eat dinner hang out with Julie, go to bed. It was, uh, it was a pretty, uh, pretty easy Monday to Friday. Post-kid, you throw that up in the air. It's a, it's a completely different routine, completely different schedule, and that adjustment has definitely been, been the biggest change. Now, what, what has been the, the most enjoyable part uh, about this, about being a dad? Uh, I, would, I would sum it up in kind of one word smiles. Simply put, I was reminded of the true power that a smile can elicit when I see Levi, my son, just smiling with straight gums. He obviously doesn't have teeth right now. Just straight gums, smiling. I know myself, I, I don't have a, a, a big goofy grin on my face near enough. There's most days that I may not smile at all, which is a, a travesty. But here is this little three-month-old blob who's discovering the world and sees joy in every single activity, whether it be uh, touching my beard, 
seeing a, a blank wall, seeing a light, uh, hearing a noise. It, it doesn't matter how small it is. This guy likes to smile. So when he smiles, it automatically makes me just get in a better frame of mind. And it's a, it's a daily reminder, we should all smile more. So if you take nothing else from this podcast, smile more. The world would definitely be a happier place. But on the flip side of enjoyment, uh, what's, I, I get the question of what have you enjoyed the least? Now, I might get myself in hot water with Julie, so I will tread carefully on this answer. Uh, most people would actually say sleep. It's the, it's the easiest answer, especially in the first couple weeks, couple months. The baby doesn't know an actual schedule. He, he, he wants to sleep when he wants, eat when he wants. Uh, it, 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 it can wreak havoc on new parents. Now, I've been fortunate enough because I have a very caring, devoted, loving, you can name all the great adjectives. That's Julie. That's my wife. Um, she actually does allow me to sleep through most midnight wake-up calls. So I actually have been decently well-rested. So I'm not going to say that as uh, what I've enjoyed the least. Uh, so my answer is probably all of the all the nuances that go along with having a baby, a child, and ultimately, uh, as, as he will grow, there will be more and more nuances. But at the moment, even for someone that is absolutely helpless on his own, he gets carried around like a king. Um, we, we serve him food when he wants it. Uh, it's not necessarily on our, our schedule. It's on his schedule. Uh, he really is treated like royalty. Uh, but there's so many gadgets, there's so many toys, there's so many parts, you name it. And luckily, we have a confined apartment space, but I feel we still find a way to stuff every nook and cranny with uh, toys and gadgets and all things to entertain him. And maybe one day I'll appreciate them uh, when he is uh, screaming his guts out and I give him a toy to, to stop, but at the moment, it's a little, it's a little much, uh, and it amazes me just how um, we we we, we uh, went down to Palm Springs to to visit with my my parents for for a week. We had our very first car ride, and we really were packing up a small village in order to accommodate this little 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 guy, this little blob who really, to me, he doesn't need much. He just needs uh, a blank wall and a canvas, and he'll he'll smile and have a good time, but. There's many, there's many gadgets, there's many things that uh, new parents obviously already know this, seasoned parents already know this. If you're not a parent, you don't need to know it yet, but if you're in the moment of your life right now, similar to me, have a three-month-old, you understand that there are many, many gadgets. So when we look at three months in, what, what has surprised me the most, and I touched on it earlier of how quickly... Um, things change just in terms of the day-to-day -day routine, but also how quickly they change just with a human being, Levi. One day you see him doing something and you take a picture of him with a certain outfit. The next day he doesn't fit into it or he doesn't like the certain gadget or toy or stuffed bear. I, I don't know why. Um, side note, we, we got a lot of gifts uh, from, from friends, which we, and, and, and family, which has been greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, our, our son definitely has plenty of clothes to, to wear. But one of the, the interesting parts was the amount of gifts uh, 
of like stuffed animals um and i I get lions and bears and tigers uh, but we got an inordinate amount of sloths yes the maybe not so cute and cuddly sloth creature and i don't know if it when this became a thing but uh, we have three different sloth uh, creatures in our house at this current moment and they kind of give me a little of the heebie-jeebies because I don't think of a cute and cuddly individual, an animal. That's not a sloth to me. That is that is not a sloth. I, I don't know when that became a thing, but I kind of would like that to stop. So um, another PSA for all those uh, manufacturers out there, maybe stick to the lions. Uh, some bears, some elephants. Everyone loves the elephant. Sloths, definitely tigers are a big thing right now, but sloths. Maybe let's keep the sloths out of it. Where was I? Three months in. Okay. Whole new ball game. And really, week to week, it is completely different. And there's new hobbies. They grow in size. And when you get older, the aging process is definitely more gradual and noted. Um, but with little ones, it's, it's weeks and days, hours uh, for that, uh, so to speak. So that has changed. That has surprised me uh, quite a bit. And because I, I'm now this this new parent, uh, obviously full of full of advice uh, for future dads out there. And so this is the portion of the show where I, I speak to all my dad listeners uh, out there. And I know there may be two of you um, that are listening to this that are a dad because um, I read my metric reports. I know who listens to this podcast, and they're not they're not dads. I, and I understand that and which is why it's a little risky to base this entire episode on what life is like as a dad. I get it, but uh, I'm leaning in, uh, leaning into my interests at this current time. I still want to continue to talk about being a dad until um, you, may, you may be my, my only audience uh, very soon. But my advice for future dads is simple. Support your wife and be available as much as you can be. It will go a long way to fulfill the mantra of happy life, happy life. But more importantly, you'll be able to build that special bond with your son and daughter at a young age. There you go. That's uh, simple advice. We didn't. Uh, it's basically like I'm interviewing myself, and this was I probably should have waited for this to be the last question I asked myself, like I do with my guests. But I feel I needed to get the advice earlier on in the, this episode uh, to make sure to impart that that wisdom. I know I've mentioned that today's episode would be actually devoid of a guest, but um, I feel I've been talking about him uh, quite a bit, and I think he's got a great, acute sense of hearing and definitely knows exactly when I'm talking about him, and he never wants to miss out on any of the fun. So I think it's time to bring uh, bring bring out the guy who uh, I've been been talking about, the the heir apparent to the the LAE experience. The other LAE, Levi, Levi Askew. So let's uh, let's bring the one and only Levi Robert Askew onto the show. <coughs> Levi, son, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm I'm glad uh, glad you're taking care of. Him. I see you you just finished eating. So um, I'll, I'll make this quick because I know you've got you've got a busy day. You got a busy schedule. Uh, you got some playtime. Yeah. You're going to kick kick the legs for a little bit, uh, maybe play with Monkey, uh, talk to Monkey a little bit. Uh, not Fox yet. Fox is uh, during the 
the, the dinner portion of the day. That's uh, it's not yet. It's monkey time now. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely make these these things quick. Um, similar to what I just answered myself, really, what has been the, the biggest change for you? Um, you? You've been on this journey now for uh, about three months outside of the womb, um, nine months inside. Really, what, what's, what's the biggest difference in versus out? What, uh, what, what can you tell the, the listeners and share with the LA faithful? Okay. Yes, absolutely. I I really, uh, I think that that captures it quite well. Uh, There's a lot of differences, but we've really tried to recreate uh, that womb-like feel, uh, especially here in the first three months of of your life. Um, But really, if you were to kind of boil it down, what have you you liked the most? What have you liked the least? Um, Really, what are ways uh, that that your parents, your your mother and father can can kind of help you along this, this journey? Uh, as you're be- becoming a, a, a grown boy. Absolutely, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, again. I know your your time is, is very valuable, so I'll, I'll get you out of here on this one. Um, what is the one piece of advice that uh, you would give the people listening, the the LA faithful, that you would you would tell them? It doesn't even have to be. Uh, it can be very profound. Uh, you obviously have kind of three months of existence outside in the real world, so a wealth of knowledge that you're really tapping into. What's the one piece of advice that you would give the LA faithful here today? We really appreciate uh, you, you carving out the time. I know, uh, Monkey, you've we've kept Monkey waiting quite a long time, so definitely uh, make your way over to the, the play mat, uh, get some kicks in, uh, maybe listen to some nursery rhymes, ABC uh, as well. But uh, we thank you again for, for your time and, and really just enlightening the L.A. faithful. Thank you, Levi, and really th- thank you, uh, LA Faithful. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you sharing sharing this 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 time. Uh, obviously, this this podcast is, has evolved quite a bit, um, and very rapidly now. In the past uh, three months, as I've become all dad things uh, all day every day. So, as I as I close out this episode, I, I want to just thank. Thank you, the LA Faithful, for your continuing support, listening to the podcast. As you know, this is the farewell season, um, and the farewell tour is nearing the end. Yes, I've really just been extending this farewell tour uh, and squeezing as much, uh, much nostalgia and just those positive feelings as possible. Uh, but it's nearing the end. We 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 understand it, and th- you've. I've got a lot of questions when that final episode will be. Uh, my answer is soon. It, it will be soon. You, you Like many good things, um, it will be worth the wait. 
it will be it will be good. Uh, I think it will be good. I actually can't verify that until it's actually produced. But um, at least 10, 10 people that I've kind of shared some of the clips on uh, usertesting.com thus far um, have been laughing a little bit um, of the, the final episode. So I, I do feel we're, we're in a good place. Um, but it, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you to Nursery Rhymes ABC for sponsoring this very kid-friendly episode uh, and for entertaining young Levi each and every day. Uh, thank you, Levi. Uh, thank you, my son, uh, for really coming on, hopping on. Uh, busy schedule, um, but we're able to kind of have him for a few minutes, so I really appreciate him for, for making the time. So finally, I, I know we're, we're living in some bizarre world times, uh, but one thing is definitely constant, uh, really the need for community and relationships. So remember, continue to call your family, talk to your friends, young and old, remind them how worthy they are, um, how much you love them, and we're all in this together. Sorry, that uh, my inner Zac Efron came out uh, here, so I apologize for the, the Disney Channel reference, but again, when, uh, when you become a dad, all things Disney becomes your life. So for everyone at the Luke Sassy Experience, take care, talk soon, and God bless.